return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Am I right as he comes to share here tonight? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Can you hear me? Hello? Amen. Well, today, thank you, Pastor Dave. I appreciate always the opportunity to speak. And um, just fun to minister the word. Before I start, um, does anybody have, when they swallow, a pain in their throat? Here? Maybe somebody listening today as well. Jeremy? Essie? Okay. Well, Father, we just thank you for Essie. Lord, we thank you that yes. that whatever this infirmity is, yep. whatever this pain is, it has to leave in Amen. Jesus' name. Yes. In the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter what it is, it's under your name, Jesus. Amen. So we thank yes. you that whatever it is, that the pain even right now in their service, it yes. is gone yes. in Jesus' yes. name. Jesus name. Amen. <clears throat> we serve a healer, a healing God, don't we? Amen. He's a healing God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Amen. Well, Today I just want to talk about um, religion versus relationship, <clears throat> and uh, I feel like this is an important message because sometimes we get caught up in the religion of Christianity rather than the relationship with Jesus in Christianity, amen? Yeah. And we've heard yeah. the saying that Christianity is a relationship, not a religion, yeah. amen? And I want to go into the difference between the two, about between the Christian religion and a relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. And, uh, you know, a lot of people can do things in the name of religion that isn't good. Um, in fact, uh, Laura, when she was in fifth grade, she was learning about the Native American um, massacres and different things that happened um, way back when, when settlers first came to the United States. And in the history book, it said that, Roman, the, that the Roman Catholic Church was responsible for putting... Um, Native Americans in schools and trying to educate them and, yeah. you know, civilize, quote-unquote, um, Native Americans, not allowing them to speak their language, and just doing awful things in the name of religion, yeah. and, uh, and which, is, which basically was true. And, and so, Angeline was helping Mason with his home, homework the other day on history and Native American culture and different things. And uh, the headline of this particular chapter was that it said, instead of any particular religion, it said Christianity was responsible for stripping away Native Americans of their culture, yeah. of their traditions. And it, it seems like a subtle change to somebody. Maybe to the world it is yeah. a, just a subtle change. But it's actually a big change on how the world views Christianity. Amen. Uh, Amen. Yeah. Because Christianity, yeah, it is a religion, but... Christianity would never do that, yeah. amen, to a group of people. And Mason even said that. And Mason, yeah, Mason, and he actually read it, and he said, Mom, aren't we Christians? Don't yeah. we? Aren't we believe in Christianity? Yeah. 
and, uh, and we do, amen? But Christianity doesn't do that. You see, all over the world, not just in the Christian religion, but in other religions, things are being done in the name of their religion that are bad, that are not godly. Amen. And so Christianity, what Christianity is, it's set apart from all these other religions, including the spirit of religion within the church. Amen. And, and you see a lot of churches that are dead because they don't have a relationship with Jesus. All they have are laws. They have their traditions and different things, but there's no relationship with Jesus. And, you know, one thing that is needed, the, the most important thing that's needed for a relationship with somebody is both people have to be alive. <laughs> Amen? And that's what sets Christianity apart from other religions is Jesus is alive. We just sang it. It's all over in the Word. Jesus is alive and all these other religions, their God is dead. Amen? But Jesus is alive so we can have a relationship. That's why it's not just a religion but it's an actual relationship that we can have with Jesus. The world wants to make religion and Christianity the same thing. The world wants to just lump in Christianity with all these other religions and say it's just one of the things that you can believe. Well, as a Christian, and and a group of people that love Jesus and have a relationship with Jesus, I don't want to be grouped in with all the other religions around the world. Amen. I don't want it to be somebody to come up to me and, and, and you know, identify me as, as a Christian who does these bad things all around the world. No, I'm a Christian who loves Jesus, Amen. and my life reflects my relationship with Jesus Christ. Yes. Right? So whenever I do something, whenever I talk to somebody, I don't want it to be harsh. Yep. I don't want to further their perception of what Christianity is. Amen. Because being a Christian is all it means is being a follower of Christ. Amen. So people think that being a follower of Christ is judgmental, is condemning. I don't want to be associated with the religion. Amen. I want to be associated with the relationship. And I see it more and more. You see that that Christianity is is being attacked all over the world because there's this misconception of what Christians are. Amen. And a lot of it has to do with what has been done in the past by religious sects, sects, amen, by religious folk who did things in the name of Christianity, but that wasn't actually Christianity. Amen. And so it's more important now than ever because we're in the last minutes of the last days. Amen. Amen. They're in the last days back in Acts and we're surely in the last days right now. Amen. But it's more important now than ever that people who don't know Jesus know what a Christian looks like. Amen. 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 Yes. The world wants to make Christianity look harsh. Yeah. The world wants to make Christianity look judgmental yeah. and, con- and condemning when really being a Christian is opposite of everything that I just said. <laughs> Amen. A Christian is loving. Yep. Amen. A Christian is accepting. Yep. Amen. A Christian is a follower of Christ. And how do we follow Christ? We do what he did, right? It says that Jesus went around doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Amen. He showed compassion towards people, even if they maybe didn't deserve it. Pastor Dave, one of the scriptures he 
he's, he's been reading and, and, and uh, practicing forgiveness as he shows he's kind to the unthankful and to the evil. Yep. Amen. Amen. That's what Christianity is. Yes. We show love towards people. Yes. Amen. Amen. Christianity, Christianity isn't just another religion. Yep. Christianity is the only faith where you can have a one-on-one relationship with the Creator. Amen. In Hinduism, you can't have a one-on-one relationship with Buddha. Amen? You can't have a one-on-one relationship with Muhammad in Islam. Amen? But we can have a one-on-one relationship. We can have a personal, intimate relationship with our Creator as a Christian. It's the only faith where we do things out of love and obedience rather than just sacrifice. A religious spirit is not of God. Amen? In fact, God doesn't want anything to do with religion. Amen? He wants a relationship with you. Let's go to Hosea 6.6. He says, For I desire and delight in steadfast loyalty, faithfulness in the covenant relationship. Amen? He desires the relationship with you. And in the Old Testament, the relationship was the law. The covenant was the Old Testament law. But in the New Testament... Our covenant is a covenant of grace. Amen? So he desires and he delights in loyalty or faithfulness in the covenant relation, in the grace relationship, rather than sacrifice and in the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Amen? So as a Christian, when we have our relationship with Jesus, amen, the focus is the relationship. The New Testament, the focus is on the internal, Amen? And so when we, when we pray to the Lord and when we, the Bible says that we believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. Amen. The Old Testament was all about what you could do externally, what you needed to do, what sacrifices you had to make. Amen. But the New Testament is all about our heart. Amen. God knows our heart. He knows how much we love him. Amen. He knows these things that maybe we don't even know fully understand ourselves. Because yeah. yeah. he does say, I want you to know, Paul says, I want you to know the love that passes all knowledge. Yeah. Amen. So he knows us better than we know ourselves. The Pharisees were very religious. Did a lot of things in the name of God yeah. that weren't right. Yeah. Back then they were considered God's authority on earth. Yeah. And they were his mouthpiece, right? Yeah. But it had nothing to do with the relationship. All it was was a religion. All it was was going through the motions of this is law, not because they wanted to do the law, not because that they felt um, an obligation per se to do the law, but it's just what they had always done. We're God's people. We're just going to keep going like this, and we're we're fine because we are Jews. We are Pharisees. It had to do with the structure of the covenant God made with the people of Israel, right? The Jewish people, very religious. Called God their father. They were God's chosen people, but most of them didn't have a relationship with God. Only a very few. Anna the prophetess had a relationship with God. Amen. There are some Pharisees that wanted to know God. Joseph and Nicodemus wanted to know God and and reached out to Jesus. But most Jews did not have a relationship with the Lord. And God didn't see them as his children. John eight thirty seven says, I know that you are Abraham's descendants. Basically saying, 
I know that you're relatives. I know that Abraham was a relative of yours in the past. But you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. I speak what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have seen with your father. I think that's interesting. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. (laughs) And he said, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. If, if the Lord is our father, we will do the works of the Lord. Amen. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, we were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. We've talked about before that, that the Lord's sheep hear his voice. Amen. They couldn't understand. They weren't able to listen to his word. You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. So God did not consider them children of Abraham. Their father was the devil. For all intents and purposes, their father was the devil. They had a better relationship with the devil, amen, than with the Lord. They did the works of the devil more than they did the works of the Lord. They identified with Satan, what they did on earth, more than they identified with God. Or more than they identified with Abraham. And I think the important part of a relationship, if you go back to verse 42... He says, if God were your father, you would love me. Amen. Think about that. Relationship is built not on fear, right? Or hate, but relationship is built on love. Amen. My wife and I, our relationship is built on love. We love each other. We make a choice to love each other. Amen. And this is the heart of the religion versus relationship with Jesus. So as the body of Christ, we want to separate ourselves from religion. Amen? We don't want to be grouped in with every other religion because Christianity is the only true faith. Amen. Amen. You'll have a lot of people. I mean, it's more and more prevalent that, well, there's many ways to go to heaven. Yeah. Or you can, you, there's many different religions and not one of them is necessarily right. Yeah. They're just different. Yeah. And that is, a, that is a lie. Everybody knows that here, but that is a lie. Right. Don't stand for that. Amen. It's okay to defend your your God, your Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. As I was getting ready for the sermon, I was like getting upset. Like, why would people take this? Amen. Because being a child of of God is, is so amazing. We just sang that, you know, what he did for us on the cross. Amen. His body on the cross. I mean, it was amazing. I mean, yeah. no other no other religion has that ever happened right. where the God has sacrificed for his people. Yep. Amen. And what did Jesus do? He came. It says that he he loved the world that he sent God sent his only son for us. Yep. Amen. It was a, it started out as a love relationship. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
We don't want to be grouped in with every other religion because Christianity is the only true faith. We are not like every other religion in the world. And so there, I have 12 things that I want to get through that differentiate religion from Christianity. And when I say distinctions, I mean between any religion. It could be uh, Buddhism, it could be Hinduism, Muslim, you know, Islam, um, any religion out there, also a religious spirit in the church. This goes for all of those religions. Religions say, if I obey, then I'll be loved. But a relationship says, I'm loved, therefore I want to obey. Yeah. And I'm going to be using Christianity and relationship interchangeably because really that's what Christianity is. Yeah. Christianity isn't a religion, but a Christianity is a relationship with the Lord. Yeah. So religious is about works. If I do this, then I'll be loved. If I do this, yeah. then I'm going to be accepted by my God or my gods. Having a relationship with Jesus we recognize that it's only by His grace that we live. And we want to live for Him because of that. Yep. Amen. So, religion says, if I obey, then I'll be loved. Relationship says, I am loved, therefore I, I want to obey. I want to yes. do good. Yes. The Bible says that the goodness of God leads to repentance. Amen. Amen. I was telling the kids, uh, I don't know, a couple Sundays ago, that um, we don't want to just try not to do bad things, but we want to try to do good things. You know, we don't strive not to do bad, but we strive to do good. Amen? Because the goodness of God leads to repentance. Amen? The Old Testament was all about you shall not do this and you shall not do that. Well, in the the New Testament, it's all about you should live for me. You should put down your flesh. You should do these things. Amen? Number two, religion is having your identity through your church or synagogue. Christianity is having your identity, identity through Jesus Christ. First Corinthians 3, 4 says, When one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? Mm. What is he saying? He's saying, don't associate yourself with me. Don't asso- associate yourself with Apollos. Associate yourself, associate yourself with Jesus. Amen. Holy Life Tabernacle is a great church. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't a great church. Amen. But I don't associate myself as far as um, why I'm going to heaven or why I'm going to be with Jesus someday because I go to Holy Life Tabernacle. Right. And when I'm, I, I say that I know I'm going to heaven someday because I have a relationship with Jesus. Amen. I like that the Bible describes the church relationship with, with the Lord as the bridegroom and the bride. Yeah. Because it shows the intimacy of what Jesus wants with us. Amen? Yeah. It shows that he wants an intimate relationship with yeah. us. Amen. He's not coming back for the non-denominational church. Amen. He's not coming back for all the churches under Kenneth Hagin's ministry. Or all the churches under Andrew Womack's ministry. No, he's coming back for one church. Amen. (laughs) He's coming back for one church under Jesus. Ephesians 1.22 says, And he put all things under his feet, and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. One body working with each other to preach the gospel. Amen. He gave him, Jesus, to be head over all things to the church. Which is his body. We are one body with him. Amen. Him at the head, we as the body. And that's what he's coming back for. He's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. 
or any, any such blemish. He, blemish. He's coming back for just one church. Yep. Amen? One church that believes in him and has a relationship with him. Yeah. Number three, religion puts people in bondage while a relationship with Jesus sets people free. Amen? Amen? Yeah. Any other religion, you think, of, you think of any other religion out there, there's a sense of, i got to do this. And it's just weight after weight after yeah. weight being put on yeah. individuals in, your, in different religions because, why? They want to keep them there. Yeah. They want to keep them under bondage because if you feel like you don't have any control, then you can be controlled by whoever wants to control you. Right. Amen. What did Jesus do? He did the complete opposite, didn't he? He said, I give you all authority. I'm going to give you control of your life. I'm not going to control your life. I'm going to give you control of your life. And I'm going to give you freedom to make decisions. Amen. Amen. That is a relationship. If I were to say to my wife that you can't do this and you can't do this and I'm not going to let you go here and you can't talk to this person, that's a really bad relationship. Right. A lot of religions do that, though. You have to do this and you have to give penance or you have to go to church. All the time. Yeah. And those, going to church is good, but that's not what a relationship is. Right. Amen. A relationship is with Jesus. Yeah. Amen. We have a relationship with the Father. John eight thirty six says, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Mm. And he's made us free. Amen. Amen. He's made us free. Yes. Number four, religion says I have to. Relationship says I want to. Amen. Amen. Romans 7, 6. But now we have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by, so that we should serve in the newness of the Spirit, and not in the oldness of the letter. Amen. So we've been delivered from the law, having died so we we should serve. Amen. To serve in the New Testament, to serve means you're, you're, you're willing to do it. Amen. You're putting yourself out there. You're going to serve. Yep. Here in the church, we don't make anybody serve. Yep. Amen. We always want volunteers, right? Yep. Volunteers to serve. Yep. When we become a Christian, we're volunteering our life to the service of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yep. Amen. He's not obligating us. He's not making us do it, but we're volunteering because yep. of the love that he showed us. In the New Testament, establishing a deep relationship with Jesus is spending sincere time with him and recognizing him as your Savior. Amen? You can't have a relationship with him if you don't do these things. Acts 19.13 Then some of the itinerant Jews, Jewish exorcists, took it upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, We exorcise you by the Jesus whom Paul preaches. Also there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest who did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Well, Jesus I know. Paul I know, but who are you? Yeah. Amen. If we're a child of the light, of the light John 1.9 says that he is the true light, the darkness recognizes it. Amen. Amen. But if we're children of the darkness, of, we're, if, of this other religion, well, the darkness doesn't comprehend the dark. You know, it's all dark. You know, yeah. can't see the darkness. Right. Amen. But the darkness comprehend, doesn't comprehend the light, but recognizes the light, amen, and there's some authority there. With a relationship, there's authority, and it it brings me into my next one. Number five, religion speaks with no authority. But our relationship with Jesus allows us to speak with great authority. Amen? 
the, the Jewish exorcists, they weren't followers of Jesus. They didn't have a relationship with him. Therefore, they couldn't speak his name with authority. We can do that. Matthew 7, 28. In 29, so it was when Jesus had ended the sayings that the people were astonished at his teachings, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. So when we have a relationship with Jesus, we can exercise the name of Jesus with authority. Amen. We can speak to something with authority because he's given us the authority to cast out devils, to speak with new tongues, to lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Amen. We have that authority. We only get it by our relationship with Jesus. Amen. Number six, religion asks, what can you do for me? Christianity asks, what can I do for you? I always think about Jesus, and this is, you know, one of the um, awesome revelations that the Lord's given me about Jesus washing the disciples' feet. And just how just shocked they must have been. You know, they followed this guy around for three and a half years, and... I mean, he is, he's untouchable, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they, after all the things that I saw him, you put him on, I mean, right. he, he's the God, so you do put him on a pedestal, but he's way up here, and we're way down here. Right. And here now it looks like the roles are reversed. Right. He's washing our feet, and he's putting us up here, yeah. and he's putting himself down here. I talked about this a little bit when I talked about humility on Sunday. Amen. I can't believe, I don't know how they must have felt when he's down there washing their feet. And, you know, Peter tries to ask him, tries to be like, hey, what are you doing? You're way up here. Why are you doing this? Why are you washing my feet? Right? But what was he doing? He was saying, what can I do for you? This is what I can do for you. Amen. And even in, in, in our lives, you know, whenever we meet somebody, or whenever we fellowship with somebody, we can always ask, what can I pray for you for? What can I do for you? Yep. Romans 12.10 says, Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor, giving preference to one another. I love that, giving preference. Amen. Hallelujah. Kindly affectionate, giving preference. That means putting somebody before yourself. Amen. Putting somebody ahead of you. Somebody's needs are once ahead of yours. Yeah. That's what, that's what a relationship with Jesus is. Yeah. A Christianity is. Yeah. Number seven, religion is built on judgment and condemnation. Relationships are built on love. Mm. Romans 8.1 says, there is, now, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Re- Christianity doesn't condemn or doesn't judge people that are... Um, you know, not saved. We want people to be saved. Amen. We want to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, Christ which is the good news of salvation. Right. Amen. But if people don't want to hear it, well, okay. Maybe at that particular time, you've planted a seed and that's all you can do. Yep. Amen. But there is no condemnation that to those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Yep. Relig- number eight, religion tears down, relationships build up. Jesus wants us to be built up. Amen. John 16:33 says, I have told you these things that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world you have tribulation and distress and suffering, but be courageous. I might have put this one in the Amplified accidentally, actually. Um, distress and suffering, but be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished, my victory abiding. 
So Jesus wants to build us up. What was he doing? He was affirming with his disciples that, hey, I have already done this. I, my conquest is accomplished. I've done what I've needed to do. My victory is abiding in you. Amen? We are victorious through Jesus Christ. We're more than conquerors through him. So he wants to continue to build us up. Amen? And in the Bible, I think it's in Peter, he says, build yourself up. Or maybe it's Hebrew. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. Amen? It's all about building building us up. Making sure that we don't get depressed. Making sure that we don't, you know, that we don't, uh, you know, get downtrodden and, and, and down about anything about, you know, that we don't get, um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, offended. Amen? Yeah. He wants us to stay built up. Yeah. Number nine. With religion, there's distance from God. In relationship, there's intimacy with God. Amen. James 4.8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Yes. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Amen. So even though we, could, we we at one point we were sinners, at one point we were double-minded. When we draw near to Him, He will draw near to us. Amen. Yes. He wants that intimacy. He wants that relationship. He doesn't want distance between us. Amen. Amen. The tenth thing is religion says you have to do good works to get into heaven. Christianity says Jesus already completed the final work on the cross. Yes. Believe in him and you'll be saved. Yep. Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. Yes. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Mm. Amen. So when you see you know, um, other religions and they, they're doing these things for their God and they think that this is going to get them into the afterlife or this is going to get them reincarnated into something great. Yeah. Well, obviously that's not true because... Jesus gave us a gift, amen? Even when you see in different, um, you know, different denominations within the realm of Christianity or that call themselves Christianity, and they say you have to do this and this and this, or else, eh, who knows? That's not of God, amen? Because he gave it to us by his grace. All we need to do is receive it. All we need to do is believe, amen? Number 11 says, religion, is, religion says, I messed up. God's going to judge me, persecute me, and maybe even kill me. And I think this is one of the biggest lies in Christianity today. Amen. That, uh-oh, we messed up as a nation, or we messed up yeah. as a city, or as a family, and something bad happened, and it's like, oh, well, if I wouldn't have done that, this wouldn't have happened. Right. If I wouldn't have sinned against God, he wouldn't have brought this judgment on me. Right. He wouldn't have done all these things to my family. Right? Relationships I, met, relationship says I messed up. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me and being kind and gracious Amen. to me. Amen? Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Luke fifteen twenty. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion yes. and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Yeah. That's how God is with us. Yep. When we go astray and we go do things our own way and we come to our senses and we say, Lord, I need you. I'm, I'm going to come back to, to the yeah. Lord. I'm going to come back yeah. to having a relationship with you. Yeah. Just don't fry me. Don't, don't judge me. Don't persecute me. And he says, I never expected, I never wanted to do any of those things. Right. I was never going to do any of those right. things. I just want you back in my arms. Yes. Amen. That's a relationship. Yes. 
And right now you see that that happens um, that happens a lot. I said I thought I had twelve, but I guess I only have eleven. But that happens a lot where where you see, well, God is judging this nation or God is judging these people. You saw it when when Haiti had the um, the hurricane and you know flooding and different things. You know, it was oh, God is judging Haiti because of all the things they're doing. Or Hurricane Katrina coming to uh, to uh, New Orleans. And they say, well, God is judging New Orleans because of all the wickedness and all the. You know, Pastor Dave said before in his message that only really the churches were affected like a lot. I mean, every church was or every yeah every church was was you know uh, flooded and had damage to it and everything, but. It didn't miss Miss Bourbon Street, yeah. right? <laughs> Must be God. God loves those partiers. He has a poor aim, right? No, that wasn't God. That's right. Jesus come, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. Jesus came that we have life. Amen. Yeah. The Bible has called Christians to be set apart. Amen. Doesn't mean that we're better than anybody. That she would puff ourselves up or be prideful. But we know the truth of the gospel, and because of that, we're set apart as his children. Amen? Yes. Thank you, Lord. I talked Sunday morning on humility and how to effectively preach the gospel. If we want to do that, we have to be humble. Yeah. We need to humble ourselves before the Lord. We need to go into situations and, and not act like a know-it-all, but act compassionate towards yeah. people and yeah. just tell, you know, get, inform them. I always yeah. said that our job is to inform, and it's the Holy Spirit's job to persuade. Amen. Amen. But we're set apart. We set ourselves apart by showing love, by showing compassion, and by showing humility. I mean, in in our own lives, yeah, the world might still see Christianity as harsh and different things. But the people that you touch and the people that are in your sphere of influence, that hopefully they won't see that. Right. Because if they see you and they know you're a Christian, but you show love and you show compassion, I'm gonna say, well. The other Christians that I've met, or you know, wherever else I've been, they've always been judgmental, and that's not real Christianity. Right. Amen. Yeah. People have given Christianity a bad name. Yeah. In fact, First Peter two nine says, "But you are a chosen race, Amen. a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession, yeah. so that you may proclaim the excellencies, the wonderful deeds, and virtues and perfections." Of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We're a chosen race. Amen. We're a royal priesthood. We're consecrated to him. Consecrated nation isn't a physical nation, but a spiritual nation. Amen. We might as well, if we believe in Jesus, amen, then Abraham is our father. Amen. As far as spiritually, we 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 are the seed of Abraham. Amen. And I always think it's interesting that um, Jesus wants all of us. He doesn't just look at our, want our perfections. He doesn't just want, you know, to see us in this, in this light of um, we do nothing wrong. Our spirits are sealed, but whenever, um, whenever he was talking to Moses... To, yeah, to Moses, and he said, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I always found it interesting that he didn't say Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Because remember, when Jacob was born, they named him Jacob because he was a deceiver. Yeah. 
Amen. And, and you see throughout the first part of his life that he was a deceiver. Yeah. Well, when he wrestled with God, he said, uh, I'm not going to call you Israel. But he never said, he never said, I'm the God of your father, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. He said, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so I always think that the Lord, he loves us no matter who we are. Yep. Amen. Amen. He loves us even if um, we haven't been transformed into whatever our calling is. He loves us with our imperfections. He loves us. He knows we're going to be imperfect. He knows that we're going to make mistakes. Amen. But he loves us anyways. And he set us apart so we can be a light to people here on earth. Amen. He set us apart to give Christianity a good name. Amen. They were first called Christians at Antioch. Why? And Christianity, you know, being a Christian, the literal meaning is little Christs. So what? They, they emulated him. They imitated him. They did all the works that they did, imitated what Jesus did. Yeah. Little Christ. We want to be little Christ to somebody. Amen. Pastor Dave always said, we can be Jesus to somebody. Yeah. We can be a Jesus in somebody's life. Amen. We can show exactly what Jesus showed. We can do exactly what Jesus did. We can show the love and the compassion that he showed. Amen. Yes, Lord. So, you, you know, this, the message is tonight... Um, I don't know, it seems like a basic message, but the Lord likes Good. simple too, doesn't he? Powerful. Amen. So, Powerful. I just want you, you, you to be encouraged tonight that if somebody associates you with you know, Christianity in a negative way, don't take it personally. Yeah. Anything, continue to show love, yep. continue to show compassion, continue to show them what a real Christian looks yep. like. Amen? Amen? Amen. Well, Father... We just thank you for tonight. We thank you that you are with us no matter where we go. Lord, that we can preach your gospel, your good news to all people, to everybody in our sphere of influence. Lord, even tonight on Facebook, Lord, that this is reaching many people. Lord, I just pray that that those who, who think Christianity is harsh, Lord, can listen to this and get a revelation of who you are, the who Christians actually follow, and who Christians actually emulate. Lord, so we just thank you that there is a revelation, Lord, that this misconception of what Christianity is is turned in people's minds towards the right way. Lord, help us to show and be models of you, Jesus. Help us to imitate you in everyday life. Help us to show love and compassion to people that we don't think maybe deserve it, but that you say deserve it. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for a great and a blessed week. For everybody here, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And, yeah, you can hit the share button on Facebook um, and get it to many more people, and that'll be good. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. If anybody needs prayer tonight, you can come on up. Otherwise, you are dismissed. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylifeatbrookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.